0: Good morning everybody, well I say good morning, Uh, it could be good afternoon or even good evening but it's good morning because I'm recording this in the morning but only just uh, because I've already had a brunchy type thing because it's close to lunchtime but anyway this is a Darren Clarkson podcast but you know that because you've clicked on the thing to listen to it if this is your first time listening, thank you very much please go back to some old, old episodes Uh, So you can actually know what this is all about Uh, And if you're a regular listener Thanks for staying with me on this Uh, I'm in my garden today So if you hear some background noise I'm going to make no apologies for it There's a couple of birds flying about A bit of wind in the trees I had a little uh, Rainstorm last night So things are quite moist That's quite cool isn't it You know I hope it rained where you are and you got like a little You know a little paddle on a proper river as opposed to any sort of falsity, as it were. Right, what are we are talking about today? Well, I say, what are we talking about? What am I going to talk about and bore your luggles with for about half an hour normally? Could be longer, could be shorter. As you know, these podcasts are not even written, not scripted. Uh, and there's no format to them and nobody pays me. Uh, except some nice people that buy me a coffee and there's a little link. And you can buy me a coffee. Uh, but really, that's just me... Taking money off you for the hosting of the podcast, <laughs> so uh, for a couple of quid you can keep this podcast alive, uh, like Johnny Five, you know. But if you remember who Johnny Five is, then we can be friends, right? what I'm talking about today is open your eyes, guys. That's what I'm talking about. Open your eyes. I see it a lot, a lot uh, on i'm going to say managed courses so places like tees barrage nottingham terrarian etc etc people tend to forget about line of sight on managed facilities the amount of times i've seen people pull out of eddies to surf a wave or surf a hole as somebody's paddling downstream give your head a bloody wobble okay Give your head a wobble. People coming downstream have always got the right of way. Always. You're the one in control coming out of that eddy. Alright? If you can't see, don't go. Simple as that. All right. This weekend I had to shout at somebody uh because they were paddling recklessly. Now, you know, I was Billy Bad Boy on it and uh, a pretty adulty because when I was young, I used to pull out of people all the ruddy time. I remember cartwheeling and landing on people. You know, back in the day when uh, pop-outs cartwheels and generally pissing about in holes was relatively new uh, to me, anyway. And so I've done it myself. But please, if we are surfing waves, or making ferry glides, or high crosses, do people even do high crosses anymore? or high crosses, or any of that, can we have a little bit more respect for people paddling downstream? similarly when we sit in eddies can we not sit at the ruddy top of them because the people coming down they want to make eddies just like you did and uh, they want to make the top of eddies as well so once you've got your eddy if you're not like coming out of that eddy do you need to sit in the top of it or can you like sit a little bit further down it right another one don't sit on people's gate lines if you're a slalom paddler Uh, if you're not a slalom paddler but slalom paddlers have gate lines I have done a podcast, i mentioned it before, I'm going to mention it again because it boils my piss. Uh, open your eyes if you're a wreck boater, open your eyes and look. Slalom paddlers are going to be going alpha leather, practising moves, and if you're sat in their gate line, they're either going to have to stop their practice to avoid you, or they're going to continue to go and you're going to end up with a lot of pointy, sharpy, sticky, sticky boat uh, in your ribcage. So just be aware of it, eh? <laughs> just be aware of it. Right, that's my rant. That is my rant. Done. Right, I'm done. I'm done with the rant. Have anyone just seen that Dane Jackson clip of him running Scott's Drop? Okay, uh, in the US of A. If you haven't, go look at it. It's an insane. Wait, well, what, what was a partage uh, many moons ago and then it became Scots Drop because guess who ran it first yeah Lingun and now Danny Boy is uh, doing Cobra Flip Wiki Tiki Taco whatever flips are called he's basically not staying upright as he comes off the lip but landing upright and sort of doing this airborne babble rolly thing that is an insane amount of evolution isn't it an insane amount of evolution in the way that we see our sport insane I mean I'm not going into massive details so there's no need to you can google it you can find it on Insta spam or Facebook or whatever is that where we see our sport now as a white water kayaking community right where you've got the elite of the white water world pissing about showing an insane amount of boat control right an insane amount of boat control And advancing the skill set of whitewater boaters when we also have a group of whitewater kayakers that struggle to make ferry glides on class two the difference now between a class two whitewater boater and the elite is huge and now i'm not sure that that gap was as big even 10 years ago you know i think the aspirations of a newbie to white water, the the end game was within sight. But I think the end game now is way further along. You know, way further along. Because not only have you got to understand, you know, hydrology, you've got and you know what the water's doing, uh, navigating class five. You've got to understand how your body works a lot more and your paddles work a lot more and what part of the envelope if we're going to say you know pushing the envelope, use that terminology how far you can push that envelope before catastrophe it's a massive step isn't it from like fair glide on class 2 to doing a cobra flip of a waterfall that was once a porridge it's insane but while I say is it unobtainable? obtainable or, like, is it the envelope pushed us so far that it's out of the remit of a newbie to white water? Does that really matter? Because every time we get in our boats, do we not just have challenges that are personal to us? Somebody's ferry glide, and I'm using class two ferry glides just because I think it's an easy understanding, uh, part of understanding for most of us. Those that do ferry glide on Class 2 and find it difficult are probably sat in this, in the exact same point of a crisis escalation cycle as Dane Jackson pulling a massive, you know, cobra flip off of a partys waterfall, you know. The adrenaline surge, the level of skill ability and all that is probably about the same. Heart rate is probably somewhere in the same ballpark-ish. Uh... Because it's personal, isn't it? Dane's got, you know, years and years and years of river experience. From being a little toddler making foamies, to being, you know, mentored by some of the best paddlers in the world, to becoming one of the best paddlers in the world. And then you've got people that paddle monthly, weekly or bi-monthly, where the challenge of the ferry on Class 2 is the biggest thing they'll ever do you know, but ain't that good, ain't it good that our sport allows us to sort of push the envelope, but also to have personal achievements, and we need to validate these personal achievements, okay, all of us need to validate our personal achievements, regularly I get messages from people saying they're struggling with their days on the water, they're struggling to surf a wave, they're struggling to read the river properly, they're struggling to have boat control. And then you examine their lives. They're not paddling daily. They're not paddling weekly. They're not even paddling white water, you know, bi-weekly. They're paddling it monthly at best. Okay? So what's happening is any skills that they developed and confidence that they built the month prior is now beginning to be lost over the time before they get back in the boat again. And then they relearn. So, it's almost two steps forward, one step back, because the time between sessions, the time between activity, the time they lay dormant. And then they're seeing the stuff where people are pushing the envelopes and people try to validate their experiences against somebody else's experiences, because we live in this world where people gain validation from others, which is bonkers. But we all do it. And uh, probably myself more than anyone, you know, the amount of time you spend on social media, look at me, I've done this, I've done that. Uh, or even just flicking through a glossy magazine in the kayak world you know you see somebody running massive water and you think oh look at that they're under control that's way cool without seeing their personal circumstances so this is a shout out to all those people that don't feel validated they don't feel like they're part of the sport because they're making sloppy ferry glides or they're not making eddies that they know they should make or They're not surfing waves as well as they used to surf waves. This is for you guys, guys and girls. Okay? We all have our personal lives intertwined with our recreation lives, intertwined with our hobbies. And I mean, Toad of Toad Hall did say there's absolutely nothing, you know, as worthwhile as messing about in boats or worse to that effect. And uh, there isn't, is there? It's beautiful. But try, please, please. Can we stop like judging our experiences against those of others? Even if we've got all friends together and we lift share and we paddle together week, you know, week on week out, we're not the same. Some of us work really hectic weeks at work. We come home to family life. We come home to our elderly parents, perhaps sick children. Some of us relocate for work away from the rivers. We can't. Be on the rivers, like we used to, some of us get injuries. Some of us have so much going on in our world that our hobbies take a back seat, and the things that we were once good at sort of fall away a little bit, and then we get cross for ourselves because we're not as good as we once were. Well, that's just bananas, isn't it? Because there's more to life than splashing about in boats, but it's cool, is it? It's really cool. So, when you are thinking that you're not as good as you should be, or you're not as confident as you should be, and you've seen your friends do better than you, and you know that once upon a time you were better than them, hang back from that self-depreciation. You know? Just hold fire. Because they're not you and you aren't them. Alright? We're all in it for a lovely ride, aren't we? Those days where you sit on that wave, that you can surf that wave, And due to the water flying off the front of your boat, you know, you can imagine it now, can't you? There's that green glassy tongue as you've caught that wave and you hear that little rasping sound as the hull bounces on the greenness. And there's water droplets bouncing off the front of the boat, near the grab handles, you know. And you relax enough to notice that. You can feel the, uh, the pressure on your blades as you move your boat left to right. And just there, in your eye line, as the water dances in the front of your boat, there's a little rainbow. Those are the days that matter, aren't they? Or perhaps it's one of those days where you're robotic in your paddle strokes. Where you sort of feel like a, a mechanism. you go through the motions to make that ferry glide. But you're not feeling fluid. And it's almost like, you know, you're like the tin man from Wizard of Oz. You're creaking, you know, there's no soul, there's no heart in it. But you're going through the motions because you feel like you have to. And then you get off and have a cup of tea and you chat to your mates. And you don't feel like getting on, getting back on work. But you sit and you watch them. And sitting and watching makes you smile, smile. puts that fire back in your belly. But you being in the boat didn't ignite any fire anymore. And that's okay. We don't have to torture ourselves, do we? Maybe would be there to have a good time. So just remember that. Okay, well just remember that. It takes a lot of confidence. Commitment, I think, to your own well-being. When you step outside of peer pressure. When you get yourself to a position to say, this isn't for me today. And you sit and drink tea. And anybody that's in your social group that takes a piss out of you for drinking tea and not paddling, fuck them. Sorry about that, I should have put a not suitable for young ears uh, disclaimer on there, shouldn't I? But you know what I'm saying, it makes me cross, you know. Lots of peer groups I know belittle those that make sensible choices about their own mental state. Bit of wind here, just be careful, don't blow away. You know, it is a, it's a dodgy one, isn't it? It's an interesting one. If your peer group bullies you in any way, shape or form, belittles your choices to portage a drop or drive to the river and decide not to get on, it's time to find new friends. 100% it's time to find new friends, OK? Because we're all in it for fun and games and a bit of lively banter. But There's a difference, is between lively banter and... Uh, not validating where people are in the world and where we all sit it's okay but it's a shout out to all those people that message me i get messages daily really uh saying i'm not as good as i once was or i'm not enjoying paddling anymore or you know my friends tell me that you know i'm a liability if you're a liability you need to do, you, you do need to sort of wind your neck in if you are a liability but what liabilities tend to be people that have got more confidence than ability uh, as opposed to be like people that have got more ability than confidence, in my experience, okay, but I'm not you, okay, I am not you. And I've rattled on for about 15 minutes now, and I said at the start of this podcast that sometimes they're half an hour, but this one ain't, is it, this one's going to be short. Right, I have yourself a cracking week, thank you so much for listening to my monotone, is it monotone? Yeah, monologue, that's, a, that's the one, listening to my monologue, it's not monotone, is it? Because I'm not like talking like a John Major. But thank you so much. And uh, enjoy yourselves. If you have got some shiny new bit of dead dinosaur, look after it. You know? If you're paddling some old relic, look after it. You know? Keep the spirit alive and all that. Paddle safe. Have fun. If you're not having fun, time for a cup of tea and a bit of cake. Catch you later.